Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the South Bay Show, Manhattan Beach Chamber 360. On April 5th, 2019, just 10 days left before you file your taxes. Live, love, laugh, and leave a legacy. That's what we do here in the South Bay of Los Angeles, and it's a really beautiful place to do just that. The South Bay Show is brought to you by the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce. The Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce has been serving the city of Manhattan Beach for over 60 years, and they are dedicated to promoting a strong local economy by supporting the community, providing valuable business connections, and representing business with government. The chamber staff is focused on providing its membership with the tools and resources to help businesses grow and thrive within the community. Their goal is to continually support the individual efforts of business as they work to support the growth of the local economy. For more information on how the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce is working with member businesses and the city of Manhattan Beach to support that growth, visit the website at manhattanbeachchamber.com or call 310-545-5313. Yes. I'm your host, Joe Terry, and you can read all about our many adventures on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The South Bay Show. Persistence, passion, principle, and purpose, that's what we talk about here on The South Bay Show. Joining us as co-host, the CEO and president of the Manhattan Beach Chamber, Kelly Stroman, and of course with us because of our great partnership with South Bay by Jackie.com, and executive producer of the South Bay Show, Jackie Balestra. Hey, Jackie, Kelly, how are you doing today? I'm great. Good, good. <laughs> are, you, are you sure about that? I'm not sure that was I, a busy, Jackie. <laughs> <Try that again>. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm great. <laughs> hey, it's Friday. What's not to be, you know, everything yeah. is good on Friday. No, I am good. I am really good. You sound like Tony so the good. Tiger. Um Good morning, Great. everybody. Uh, and as you know what Good I'm saying, morning. happy Friday. Friday. Yes, happy Friday. Wonderful. Mm. So what's going on with the chamber, Kelly? Uh, what is going on with Manhattan Beach and the chamber? Well, on uh, Tuesday we changed uh, over our council members. Uh, we said um, goodbye, farewell, and thank you, to David Lesser and Amy Howarth, both who served two terms, um, eight years on city council. Uh, what a remarkable uh, transition it was, too. There's so many heartfelt speeches by guests and by them. It was, um, I think, one of, I, I, honestly, the best that I've ever been to. And those two led with grace and dignity and uh, just the highest standard of ethics. Um, I always really enjoyed working with them, but uh, and that came through in all the speeches. So that was really fun. And then, of course, they uh, swore in Suzanne Hadley and Hilary Stern. But big shout out to David and Amy. You know, Amy has served uh, a total of 16 years of public service in Manhattan Beach. She served two terms on the school board and then uh, transitioned over to city council. And David served two terms as city council, but uh, was on the planning commission and a lot of other commissions before that. So both of them really deserve huge props. I hope they're enjoying, um, you know, their semi-retirement from uh, public service. <laughs> they, will, they will not, although I've seen Amy twice in, in the last two days at different meetings, and I'm like, would you please stop coming to these meetings? Go take a break. <laughs> you know? But uh, I, I don't know. I actually said to her at one point, how are you doing? Because it's a big transition um, for them. You know, it's a huge transition. So, um, anywho, um, 
you know, all good. That was a beautiful, you know, transition. And Suzanne and Hildy are going to hit the ground running and be fantastic. So that was big news um, in Manhattan Beach. And then we have, the Chamber has three different events coming up that I want to share with everybody. Um, First, on April 18th, from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. at the Manhattan Beach Library. We are doing the first of a four-part um, kind of series and offering of sexual harassment training. Um, I don't know if you know, a lot of people are just finding out about it, but the state of California has a new law, Senate Bill 1343, which requires any business with five or more employees to have all employees, managers, supervisors, you know, owners, everything go through sexual harassment training. This is a requirement by the end of this year. So uh, we have the Maloney firm, who is a member and a wonderful partner to the chamber. Um, a couple of their attorneys are going to be doing uh, four different seminars throughout the year to try to help all the businesses, you know, check this box off. But uh, very, very important that uh, whether you do it with us or somebody else, you, you can also do it online. Um, the nice thing about doing it uh, in a seminar like we're offering or, or anybody else for that matter is you get to have a little dialogue versus doing it on a computer and ask you know a few more questions. Um, nothing like free legal advice too. So we uh, encourage people to sign up for that April 18th uh, seminar. It's going to book up fast because I apparently paychecks. I just want to, is it, did you say this is free? Is it free for chamber members or free? How does that work? It is free for chamber members. It's only $10 for a non-member. And I understand okay. that if you do um, one of the online courses, that's $10 too. So why not, you know, do it with us or somebody like us who is doing this and you can have a little dialogue and get extra free legal advice, uh, mm. you know, in the meantime too. So um, you can do it with your peers, but we're, we're just sent the notes out and it's really important uh, for employers to do this. I also want to clarify that this, um, the headcount, the five or more includes part-time, full-time, seasonal work, and also 1099 contractors. So if you're a small office, if you're a one or two person office, but you have two or three, you know, contractors for let's say your website or for your graphic design or for your bookkeeping or whatever, uh, and you have some seasonal employees, all of that, if you are reporting more than five total, you know, payouts during the year, you are required to do this. So well, well, wait, 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 well, wait, 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 wait. Let me let me get this straight. Mm-hmm. So I'm a small company. I yes. have a company that I contract with to handle my SEO and, and stuff. So yes. I would have to – I have to have them go through the training? Nope. You have – your company is – the onus is on you as the owner of your company. If you need contract out with one company, then you don't have to do it. If you're contracting out – with several different people, if you're issuing, if you're issuing, let's just say four or five or six, ten ninety nines at the end of the year, Jackie, from your company, uh-huh. then uh-huh. then you have to do it, and you have to make sure your contractors or your employees have done it. So the only okay. right. proof okay. that you have done it lies on the the company or you know the, the business or the employer. Um, okay. If somebody has uh, an employee who works at multiple different businesses. You know, whether it's something like a contractor or whether maybe, let's just say, a bartender works at a couple different bars. Um, they can do, they only have to do it once, but you, you get a certificate when you go through this program. And that, okay. that employee can show it to whomever, you know, whatever employers they work for. So an employee, okay. if you have multiple jobs, you don't have to do it multiple times. You get the certificate and then you show it to each subsequent employer. Does that make sense? Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Thank you. So yes. It's a, bit, it's a big deal, and people really need to pay attention to it. Um, it's, uh, it, you know, there's no one going to be policing you at the end of the year and saying, oh, you didn't do it. But if you get any type of claim against you, um, I imagine down the road there's going to be other triggers 
you certainly don't want to be the company that said, oh, we didn't do that, you know. So mm, yeah. uh, very important thing to, to schedule in. We're going to have our first training April 18th. We're going to have another one on July 18th at the library. And then we're going to come back in September. And then again, either in late October or early November for all those procrastinators and do a last one towards the end of the year. So, you know, okay. uh, you know don't wait. Just, just like your taxes, don't wait till the last minute uh, to get it done, okay? Uh, okay, two more things, uh, two more events. Uh, we have a very interesting town hall that we are planning now that we have our new city council in place. Our current mayor, Steve Napolitano, wanted to have um, a town hall uh, meeting with our new council president, and it's going to be open to about 75 to 100 uh, chamber members to come. We want people to bring their hard-driving business questions, things that really pertain to their business, um, uh, opportunities, problems, concerns, you know, issues, and we're going to do that on May 1st at the Manhattan Beach Country Club from 6 to 8 p.m. Tickets for that will go on sale next week, so keep an eye out for that. It's kind of a nice way to have an exclusive chat with our five councilmen all in one room, and that's uh, mm-hmm. it's going to be a little bit more of um, – as our one of our guests that we'll get to in a minute says a fireside chat, <laughs> so um, it's going to be a little, little more intimate. Um, but we want people to bring those hard questions for our new city council. And then lastly, we have another event that we have planned on May 29th from 6 to 8 p.m. We are going to hold an economic forum. And the economic forum is going to have a very interesting twist to it. It's not going to just be the economics of Manhattan Beach. We are going up to the new facility, the Rams and Chargers facility in Playa Vista that is stunning. and we're going to be talking the economics of the new stadium, the new build out with all of those development around it and how it's going to be affecting Manhattan Beach and the South Bay. We're going to have some very interesting speakers there and it's going to be kind of an exclusive evening to be able to kind of gain access to that facility, which is, it, it truly it will blow your mind. It's very space age and um, you get to see the development firsthand, which is, uh, mind-blowing. So those tickets will also go on, on sale towards the end of next week. Town Hall will be first, Economic Forum will be second, but both very unique, different. We're putting a little different twist on them, and uh, we encourage everybody, you know, to keep an eye and on those things, and, you know, if it resonates with you, come out and join us. So there you go. A lot happening. Wow. Big stuff going on. Big, big stuff. Always big stuff. stuff. Always big stuff going on at the Chamber. Well, yes, and I like to think big. You know that. I know. <laughs> so, you know, we, we like to create interesting things. You know, the thing about the chamber is, you know, we have all different levels of members. We have the small business. We have the, the person who is a one-man show. We have the mid-range. We have the huge corporations. Everybody joins for a different reason. Everybody likes to come to different types of events, have different types of access to different people. So, we're, we, you know, it's a little bit of a a la carte. We're trying to give people, you know, different options to that resonate with them. So um, hopefully, you know, we're doing a good job of that. And uh, just like this radio show, it's another opportunity to have lovely guests on and tell their story. So <laughs> That's there's right. There's well, Jackie. <laughs> they, they, there you go. So, Joe, what do you think? Should we get right to it? Um, and Joe is not listening to me. Joe, Joe, Joe has his <laughs> mic muted, so I'm just going to go right into it. Um, our guest oh, this oh, morning. Oh, I'm back. I'm back. Jackie, oh, oh, you're back. Who are our guests okay, well, today? <laughs> our guest, <laughs> our guest this morning are Ken Beamer, <clears throat> Holbert, and Deborah Arnold from the Rotary Club of Manhattan Beach. Now, Ken Deemer is dedicated to helping entrepreneurs achieve their vision as an executive coach, mentor, board member, and investor. He is the current president of the Rotary Club of Manhattan Beach and founding partner and former chairman of Los Angeles Social Venture Partners, a group of individuals who contribute their time, money, and expertise to promote philanthropy in L.A. and to help nonprofits become more effective. The organization also produces the annual Social Innovation Fast Pitch, of which he was co-creator. Now, Ken was the co-founder and former chairman and president of the Tech Coast Angels, one of the largest and most active angel investor groups in the country. He serves on the boards of environmental charter schools in the Los Angeles Center of Photography. Ken holds a BS degree in physics and electrical engineering from MIT and an MBA from Carnegie Mellon University. Now, Jordan Holberg, creative director of Mintwitch Creative, 
has over 19 years of graphic design and marketing experience, primarily in creating solid branding identities, well-designed marketing campaigns, and website design. Mintwitch Creative is a boutique design studio that creates complete brand identities and marketing packages for professional service and lifestyle industries. Mintwitch was awarded Small Business of the Year in 2011 by the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce. Jordan continues to be a part of the South Bay community as a board member of the Manhattan Beach Rotary Club and holds a Bachelor of Fine Arts degree with an emphasis in graphic arts from Cal State Fullerton. Now, Deborah Arnold is president and co-founder of Daz Systems. She is responsible for defining strategy through marketing uh, for Daz services, cloud, and software-related sales into Oracle's largest prospect base across North America. Prior to her current role, Deborah worked in implementation design and sales and sales management. With early and frequent success in selling ERP solutions, Deborah has helped the thriving ERP practice at Daz, which, continue, uh, which has grown to a major partner in the Oracle Partner Network and recently acquired Accenture. Now, Deborah earned her degree at the University of Wisconsin and is certified as a CPIM. Now, this morning we're going to learn what attendees can expect at the Rotary Club's biggest fundraising event of the year, Celebrate Manhattan Beach, taking place on Friday, May 10th at 5.30 p.m. at the West Drift Hotel. It sounds like there's a waterfall in the background. Is anybody else hearing that? Is anybody else hearing water running? Anybody? Oh, you know, I have, I have a I waterfall in the background. Oh, okay. 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 There I'm going right. to turn it off right now. <laughs> Okay. All right. So, Deborah, Ken, Jordan, <laughs> welcome to the program, and thank you for joining us this morning. Well, thank you for having thank us. You. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you. Thank you, all of you. Um, we are blessed today. MIT and Carnegie Mellon in the house. <laughs> <laughs> yep. um, let's start with you, Ken. When 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 we talk about celebrating Manhattan Beach. There are so many directions to go in. Uh, the recent ULI report last year or the year before, um, obviously uh, many of the hotels that have moved in and been developed, uh, I'm thinking specifically of, of Zisless Group and uh, Shade Hotel and uh, the Strand House and the restaurants. Manhattan is doing extremely well on the commercial side how are we doing on the residential side? So I guess I don't, I don't have to tell you what a privilege it is uh, to live in a city like Manhattan Beach. We have so many uh, things to be thankful for. Uh, but there are right. – uh, and, and so the Rotary Club, one of the things that it does is it really celebrates – the, our first responders, our community leaders, our teachers, our gifted students. We have such wonderful schools. We have many programs that work at all levels, elementary, middle school, and high school. We honor the students who are uh, musicians. We had a, a, a program a, a few weeks ago where the winners of our annual music competition performed, and it was just, uh, it, was just uh, it gave you goosebumps to know to see how talented and dedicated these students are. So we celebrate all of these, mm-hmm. all of these people. Uh, and, but we also recognize that, you know, we want to give back to communities around us beyond Manhattan beach and in, in other local communities uh, throughout uh, the state, throughout the country and internationally. So I think that to celebrate Manhattan beach is really to celebrate the many wonderful blessings that we have, but also to recognize the, the privilege and, and the ability to help and support others in need uh, beyond Manhattan Beach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jordan, uh, you know, when you think of the uh, experience of living in Manhattan Beach, as Ken has said, it's, it is really wonderful. The South Bay in general is a wonderful place to live. How can we enhance this experience as a, as a community and and I want someone to talk about the the, the beginnings of uh, Celebrate Manhattan Beach. Well, it actually started, um, I think this, we're in our 29th year of having an annual fundraiser for the Rotary Club. It started mm-hmm. at the Comedy and Magic Club where we had a night of strictly are really just club members and their spouses because of the capacity there was, you know, only 200 people. 
And it's a mm. way, you know, for the club to um, fundraise within its members while, you know, having an enjoyable night of fellowship with, you know, among your, um, among your members. And we decided, you know, why don't we branch out and, you know, so many other people that aren't our members want to help fundraise and they know what all the great things that Rotary does. So we, we decided to grow the event um, and host it at the West Rift or it was at the Marriott and now the West Rift. And, you know, it's great because all of us, we talk about Rotary amongst our social circles. We talk about Rotary at work and it's really like once a year where we love like having our friends and our neighbors to come join us at this event and they like to give back. And, you know, since we, they know so much about Rotary, um, it's really just like a chance to get to know other people too, while, you know, supporting a great cause or organization. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who, who is prepared to give me the 30 second pitch on what, is Rotary International. Kim, I think you're the good one to do that. Yeah, yeah. Well, so Rotary is uh, is an international organization. There are over a million members around the world in in clubs like the Manhattan Beach Club. We're, We're one of the, we're on the larger side. Some are just a few members, some are hundreds of members. But they are all serving a common purpose. They, they all they all exist to serve their communities and communities around the world. So we're tied together by an organization. It's headquartered in Chicago, Rotary International. It kind of sets out the the, the guidelines. You know, there are six areas that Rotary focuses on that, that include things like mother's health, education, uh, clean water those kinds of things that are all common, common purposes that Rotarians have. Uh, and so it is an international organization. We work locally, but we also collaborate on projects around the world with other clubs from around the world. I have a quick question. Um, so ha- do you decide, like, whatever, like, your fiscal year is or at the beginning of the year, do you decide what – as a, as an individual club, what you're gonna what your project is gonna be that year, or is it something that is a constant ongoing thing, or do you do you take up a, a new challenge every year? So we we decide every year, but there are some common themes that that continue throughout. So Rotary has uh, four areas of service. We have uh, one area called community service. And that involves projects, as you might imagine, in the community, in surrounding communities. We support other organizations uh, that have to do with veterans, that have to do with disadvantaged children, um, those sorts of things. A second one is, uh, is called vocational service. And in that area, we support, as I mentioned earlier, uh, things like the first responders in our community. We honor the firemen of, firefighter of the year, the the police officer of the year, teachers of the year at each of our schools, students, uh, and so forth. So that is vocational. We have a youth component, and we're trying to uh, indoctrinate the youth uh, in, in service. So we have a sort of a junior rotary program called Interact that operates at the middle schools and high schools where upcoming students are learning about service in their communities. And finally, we have an international component where we support projects uh, around the world. And one of the projects that we um, actually initiated in our club a few years ago uh, ended up becoming over a million-dollar project to drill water wells in Niger, Africa, which is often cited as the poorest country on the planet. And uh, through the efforts of several of the Rotarians in our club, we organized other clubs in, in our district and around the world to collaborate on this gigantic project, which has uh, really brought much-needed water. Water is, isn't, isn't the only issue. It, it ends up being the women and the girls that spend their days walking miles to mm-hmm. get water. That means they can't go to school. 
that means they're not educated and it's just it perpetuates a cycle of of, of poverty and um and, and we're, we're working to help to, to break that so that those are so, some of the projects that we do so we start so, so every your question was each year we sit down and we have we have organizations that we've supported in the past we 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 have a, much of our money as, as as jordan pointed out comes from this event that we're hosting uh next month we take those that money each of the service directors uh, has a budget and they decide how they're going to spend it. But there's a lot of continuity from year to year because many of the organizations we support are ongoing and we've got long-term relationships with them. So, so the, so the one that you mentioned, the big project, the international, the wells, does that mm-hmm. come, did, did you say that that started with the Manhattan beach rotary or does that come from on high in Chicago? That idea. It, came from the Ma- you guys, it started. It started right here in Manhattan Beach. One wow. of our members, Larry John, Larry Johnson, is also involved in a in another uh, nonprofit organization that has to do with bringing water to Africa, and he had this vision uh, of getting Rotary involved. and And one of the things that, Ro- that Rotary International does is it it allows projects like this to go forward, and 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 they will provide a lot of the matching funds. If the project meets certain specifications and involvement from different different clubs and countries, the international organization provides a lot of the matching funds uh, to make that possible. So it did wow. it right here. Uh, it started here. And, you know, our club, I think, when it was all added up, contributed over a couple of years of around $70,000 to this project. But through the efforts of, you know, collab- through the collaboration and the matching funds, it ended up being a total of over a million dollars. You know, you know, Joe and I always mm-hmm. talk about this. We, this is another one we'll have to put on our list of the great ideas that come out <laughs> that that happen in the South Bay. You know, South Bay is very fertile ground for some big ideas. You know, right? It is. Hey, Jackie, can I jump in for a second? I think yeah, um, I just realized Dev. I think has to get off the phone any second now. Dev, are you still on the line? Yes, I yeah. am. Okay, oh. I think she has to leave us um, shortly. And Dev is one of the co-chairs for Celebrate with Jordan, and I just wanted to give her a minute to um, add anything that she wanted to add about Celebrate before she has to get off the line. Deb, is oh, there anything? Okay. Yes. Yes, thank you very much, Kelly. Um, what I would like to add is that we like to have a good time at the same time <clears throat> Excuse me, that we're trying to raise money for all these good causes because we want our neighbors, our friends, and everybody in South Bay to come and just have some fun to enjoy themselves with 250 other people and to really celebrate the fact that we live in a wonderful place and that we help each other. And Rotary is all about Mm -hmm. helping each other. So it's just a wonderful opportunity to enjoy an evening with your friends. Tell, tell us a little bit about the evening, Deborah. What can attendees expect? Oh, well, that's right. They can expect a fantastic silent auction um, with all sorts of interesting experiences. We're very experience-oriented these days in terms of auction items because people have a lot of stuff already. So we're trying to focus it more on things that you could go do. And we have live auction mm-hmm. items, including a cruise, a fabulous European cruise, and all sorts of cool stuff, vacation homes and places to go, things to do. So you would enjoy an evening of that, of good food and live music. So it's a very fun event. I'm sorry, is it a silent auction or a live auction? It is both. It's both. Okay, okay, because those live auctions can get pretty rowdy. Um, and who, <laughs> yeah. who uh, they, they do. I've been to them. They get very rowdy. Uh, and who's the musical entertainment for the night? Um, so we have a band. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Jordan. Uh, I can't remember his group's name. Um, it's called Uptown Live. They're very high energy. It's a four-piece band, high energy. They do cover songs where um, you wouldn't know. Like, it's, you know, they really get the crowd going. And um, also during the cocktail hour, we have 
several local um, bartenders pouring specialty cocktails. So we have Rock and Fish pouring Navy Grogs. Um, we'll have Little Sister. We'll have uh, Lido and Playa Hermosa pouring Moscow Mules. Um, so the the cocktail hour is really like a social hour, and people are bidding on, you know, golf packages and you know there we have a a kids tesla car that people can you know bid each other out on and um we'll have live music and it's it's a real party and then we'll go into the ballroom and have a really nice dinner and we um do you know the live band will be performing and and then we'll start in with the live auction and we'll have about eight items and uh, like Debbie mentioned, we have a Unimerald um, European River Cruise, and we have um, a, a private wine cellar dinner at the Strand House for 12 guests. We have um, a really nice Paso Robles House and VIP wine tastings, and I believe we have a, a trip to Africa even that we're going to uh, wow. auction off. So, yeah, um, just a lot of, like, exclusive experiences because I think that's you know like Debbie said people have enough stuff and when you can uh, you know have an exclusive experience is where you know people really enjoy those things um last year we actually had the Goodyear Goodyear blimp so that was a really fun thing to offer our guests and um so you know things like that will be up for bid they all sound fantastic. Every one of those experiences. Yeah. I would do every one of those experiences. <laughs> Debbie, do you have Debbie? Do you have to leave us? Debbie, does Debbie have to leave yes, us? Yes, I do. I have all to right. sign okay, off. Well, but thank you very much right. for inviting us. Well, thank you for joining us, and we'll see you at some. Bye bye. Thank you. All right, okay. Bye. Now, Joe, let's uh, let's do that station break. Let's do a station break, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the South Bay Show. And we're talking about Celebrate Manhattan Beach. Uh, This uh, wonderful um, event and get-together, it's a fundraiser, but it's also an opportunity for people to get together with their friends and neighbors and celebrate uh, living in this wonderful place we call the South Bay uh, in Manhattan Beach. Uh, The Rotary Club's biggest fundraising event uh, of the year, Celebrate Manhattan Beach, taking place on Friday, May 10th, May 10th at 5.30 p.m. at the West Drift Hotel. Um, we're also talking about, generally speaking, things happening in Manhattan Beach. This is the uh, uh, Manhattan Beach Chamber 360 show. We have this show every Friday at 8 a.m. Please join us. Please share this with your friends and neighbors as well. We also have a show on Thursdays, every Thursday at 8 a.m. So please do join us and share this podcast. Now, Jackie, we're back, and what are we going to talk about? Well, Deborah, Deborah, are you a a co-chair of this event? I'm sorry, Jordan. I'm sorry. I meant Jordan. Sorry. Well, so technically there are three of us that are planning this event. So it's Debbie Arnold, it's Kathleen Terry, who I believe was just on your show last week, and uh, myself. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Ka- I've Ka- been involved. Kathleen Terry is <laughs> yeah. on the show like every other week. <laughs> I know. She, she's chairing everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Yeah, so, and I've had, in some shape or form, I've been involved with this fundraiser since I became a member of the Rotary Club back in 2009 or 10, and so it's been interesting to evolve it, and every year we try to make it more and more fun and, um, you know, change it up a bit because there are members that have been coming every year and so we want to offer them something new and exciting and we want them to be um you know we want them to be excited about inviting their friends and have them be proud of this event that they would you know extend the invitation to their social circles well you know one thing i I, that you know the things that i enjoy going to because i know this band that you're talking about that's playing i've seen them perform 
Is there dancing? Uh, there will be dancing, yes. I mean, yeah. we get them, you have enough Navy grogs, then I think everyone will dance. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's my thing. If there's dancing, I'm there, you know, because there's, yeah. there's just not enough, uh, enough occasions when you can go dancing, you know, so right. dancing is always a plus. So, um, okay, so tell us, um, I want to give you an opportunity to thank your sponsors, but before we do that, um, where can people go to get tickets? How much are tickets? Where can people go to get tickets? Has this sold out yet? Are there any tickets left? Um, who wants to take that? Ken or or, Deb, or Jordan? Sorry. Um, I, think Jordan I can take, take that. that. Okay. Uh, so the tickets are $190 each, but we are offering a couple discount for $360. And they are available for purchase on our website. It's CelebrateMB.org, and uh, we are also still accepting sponsors. So um, you can go on the website and you can sponsor, you know, twenty thousand all the way down to twelve hundred and fifty dollars. So um, you know, we will gladly recognize you at the program in our advertising on our email blasts and such. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of our Sponsors this year have been um, Barbara Matlis with the Travel Store Palos Verdes. Uh, she is the one that has secured the Uniworld European River Cruise. Um, and every year she exceeds the last with the the cruise that she can get us for our live auction. So we're really appreciative to her and Uniworld. Um, Norm Levin and company, he's an active member of the club, and he also does the AV for the Hollywood Bowl. So he does all of our AV for the event, and um, I don't think we could do this without him and his team. So we're, we're really gracious for that. And also Bill and Susan Bloomfield um, are one of our title sponsors, along with um, Harris Bass, Daz Systems, um, Jim and Joanne Hunter, David and Kathleen Buchiver, the Steinmetz family. Uh, we also have Skechers, mm-hmm. Chevron, and the Ham Family Trust. So the sponsors are really a mix of our members and, uh, you know, local businesses like Skechers and Chevron. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Interesting, yeah. yeah. Cool. <clears throat> Yeah, normally, normally you always hear the Skechers and the Chevron first. And when you were going through that list of names, I was like, "Oh, that's interesting." Um, <laughs> and you said that they're mostly your mostly your members. Yeah, you know, the members are comprised of a lot of uh, local entrepreneurs, business owners. So um, it's a chance for them to get their business, you know, in local advertising while supporting the organization that they're members of. I like it. Um, Ken, are you, it says here in the intro that you're the current president of Rotary. Does that, um, does that change every year? Do you, do you, on your board, do you serve a year and then rotate out and somebody else comes in? That is absolutely correct. Yep. With each president and each board is a, it's a one year term. Our, our year starts July one. So I'm coming down to the finish line here. This is a, the big event for, for this year and the money that we raise uh, in this uh, Celebrate Manhattan Beach will go to the budget of the incoming president, the president-elect, who's Dave Gendron and his board. Mm-hmm. And how long have you been a member of the Rotary Club? Well, I've been a member since 2010. Okay. Um, and, and Jordan, how long have you been a member? I, uh, 2009. Believe. Yeah, so about ten years. And, mm-hmm. and and how how big is the Rotary in Manhattan Beach? How, how many members do you have? We have about 115 members. Oh, that's a that's a big club. Jackie, yeah. I want to jump and we in. Meet, uh, I, yeah. Go, go ahead, Kel. Well, I, didn't, I was just going to say, um, I've been a Rotarian for about a year now, and uh, as Ken said, there's about 115 members. But what I think most impressive is. In that room, they meet every Monday morning at 7.30 at the West Drift and for an hour. And there's a solid, you know, can 90 to 100 people in that room every Monday morning at 7.30 a.m. It's a very wow. dedicated 
very dedicated group. I mean, there's other, there's just tons of, you know, philanthropic, you know, groups and efforts in the South Bay. Um, but to have a group of very passionate um, game changers in the room every Monday morning at 7.30 a.m., I think speaks to a dedication and you know, the level uh, of this group. And it's it's quite profound. Um, I, I, I've, I've always been very impressed by it, but I think that should not go unnoticed because that's very unique, I think, to many groups. They literally meet weekly, and that many people show up. It, it, it sounds like a very active act, – they're all active members. They're not just, you know – signing you know they're not just signing on they're they're actually very very active that's amazing i didn't know that that's oh, yeah we did a we did a compilation uh sort of informally uh recently and in our community service uh you know this year so far we've you know people have volunteered more than 600 hours on these various community service projects so uh this is a group that is truly service oriented we give our time our energy, our muscle, our passion to, to helping make Manhattan Beach and our local communities a better place. That's amazing. Joe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where are you, Joe? Where are you? <laughs> I haven't heard from you in a I'm while. I'm here. <laughs> this, when, when we talk about um, service organizations, I was a member of Kiwanis in Hermosa for many years, and when we talk about service organizations here in the South Bay, we know that they've been uh, operating for, you know, some time. Now, uh, the the Rotary in Manhattan Beach is how old, Ken? 60-some, uh, 60, 60 years. It was, uh, I can tell you exactly. Years. It was, well, it was chartered in 1950. So what is that, 69 yeah. years, I guess. Yeah. yeah, quite a history, quite a history. It would be wonderful to have some kind of a website or maybe just a, a, a something that people could go and, and remember uh, the good times and the pictures and things from the past. Um, I'm always advocating for things like that, although websites are difficult to do and they may not be that well, lasting. We, have, we do have maybe a website. A it doesn't have book. as much of the history as yeah. yeah, we have a website. Yeah, it's got a lot of a lot of information on it. It has some pictures on it. it doesn't have. Uh, we have uh, yeah. we have a club historian. There's a lot of stuff that could potentially go there. Uh, one of the things that I yeah. started doing is that uh, each each new member who uh, joins Rotary gives uh, what's called a craft talk, where they have an opportunity to stand up in front of our members and tell us about themselves, tell us the you know their mm-hmm. life story and. Um, you know, there are members in our club that have been members for, you know, years, decades that um, newer members, you know, don't have an opportunity to, to hear from, or, you know, didn't have an opportunity to see that. So I started uh, capturing those on uh, on video and uh, going to make them available on our website so that we'll have we'll have a history of that. Oh, oh that's beautiful. Wow. I love that. Uh, yeah, that's a wonderful thing. Um, there's a wonderful project um, that captures the stories of veterans. Um, they're furiously trying to videotape the stories of World War, World War One and World War Two veterans to preserve the the stories and, and document that history. I think on I video. think I think all the I think all the World War One veterans are are no longer with us. I I think I don't think <laughs> you would think. But I don't I, think they. Yeah, I but have you heard about that Peter laughed. Jackson movie? That you hear about, you know, Peter Jackson, no. who did the Lord of the Rings. Uh, he's he's yeah. he was commissioned, I think, by the British government. They gave him like some un, you know previously undiscovered film footage, uh, and he was able to like restore it, colorize it, and they actually had people uh, lip uh, lip reading what was what the the GIs were saying, and they got actors to. Um, you know, voiceover, and they basically brought to, to, you know, 21st century film standards some of this lost footage from the First World War with, with veterans talking. It's just really, it's not what, out yet, but the, I saw a little clip of it. Do you it's, know the uh, name of it? Well, no, I can't remember. It's not, it's not released yet, but it's a big project that, that he's been working on. I'm sure it'll, it'll make a big splash. 
Ken, can you? Wow. Um, I, I I know we had them stand up, um, gosh, a month ago or so. But do you recall the number of members that we have in our group that are veterans? Remember uh, when we were doing? Oh the vet yeah. Stuff? Um, well, how? Wow. I mean, I know it's there was got to be. Gosh. Must be close to twenty percent, or tw- tw- must be about twenty. There were yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and and you know Jackie and Joe um, Rotary did another, uh, not nearly as large as Celebrate, but another um, uh, first time fundraiser in November on Veterans Day called Vet Fest, and oh um, yeah, oh, yes. I had that. Yes, I had that on my yeah. website. Yeah, there. Yes, you did. Thank you very much. Um, but I'm um, keen can talk a little bit more about um, how that went and the results and where that money went. But uh, the nice thing about Rotary is, you know. Um, they don't just focus on one sector of the community, you know, either locally or internationally. They they're diversified in the, in their give. And as Ken mentioned, you know, so we provide scholarships at the high school and middle school level. You know, we provide things for you know international efforts. We provide things for veterans. It's very diverse in what they do. But um, as he mentioned, there's a there's a huge you know focus also on on the veterans and a big part of our membership um, are veterans. So it's um, it's really nice. I mean, they're they're a very diverse group, and um, their efforts um, speak um, volumes in the community for sure. Ken, do you want to give a little more information about VetFest and kind of where we landed with that? Sure. Well, um, we did this. This is our first year of doing this, but everyone thinks that it was a, a success, and we plan to continue it in the future uh, around Veterans Day, um, raising money to support. Not only our our other active projects, but specifically veterans organizations. We did it uh, this year. Uh, Connecto was uh, was one of the big uh, sort of anchor sponsors for this event. We we basically co produced this with Connecto, and we used the proceeds to 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 donate to three organizations. One is Team Rubicon, which is headquartered. You might have seen you might see their sign as you drive around LAX. This is an organization uh, created by a, a, a veteran who came back and saw that, you know, wanted, wanted to continue to give back, realized that his talents and the talents of so many veterans revolves around logistics, organizations, deployment. And so he's created this organization that basically uh, deploys volunteer former veteran or veterans uh, in emergency situations, disaster situations around the world. So think, you know, an earthquake in Haiti or, a, a tor- uh, you know, a, uh, a hurricane uh, disaster area. Sure, there's Red Cross and so on, but these guys come in literally like, a, like an armed force. Or not, I mean, like a, not armed, of course, but, but, but a, a, an organized force to uh, provide logistics, transportation, food, shelter, all this kind of stuff. So a wonderful organization. That was one that we supported. A, a second one was called Operation Mend. Uh, this is uh, so many, uh, you know, vets come back with, with uh, bad injuries. Many of them are facial injuries. Uh, so it, mm-hmm. it, it, it provide, you know, it stigmatizes them. And the, uh, many of them aren't, you know, the, the VA doesn't provide, uh, you know, easy access to, to help for these people. So Operation Mend is basically provides surgical care, uh, facial reconstruction uh, to some of these devastating injuries. So those were two, two of the organizations that we supported. You know, it's amazing, uh, the statistics, um, this last, this, this, I guess we're still in it, right? We're still in Afghanistan and, places but it's amazing how 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 improved the medical services are you know it used to be if you if your car ran over an IED you you died you know now the doc the doctors and and the medical it's just so advanced that people are lit you know they're saving people are not dying our soldiers aren't dying they're 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 have these terrible injuries you know lose limbs and as you said, yeah. you know, fa- facial stuff, but but they're living, and so there's a whole there, there's a whole new area of of medical needs that we didn't have the volume we used to in prior wars. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, the, the thing that always sticks mm-hmm. with me is the fact that uh, you know more uh, veterans die from suicide than in combat. 
Yes. So yes. we've got a lot of work to do mm. to, to support our returning veterans, uh, not only physically but mentally. Yeah, I'm, well, right. I'm so glad to hear that Vet, Vet Fest is going to be an annual an annual event. You know, we had somebody from Team Rubicon on the show years ago, Joe. Do you remember that? We, yes, uh, I uh, do. When we, when we did Georgia's show, um, we, we had a member from Team Rubicon. I think he was actually in Afghanistan, wasn't he? Or somebody was in Afghanistan. Well, I can't remember. Was, but I think there was yeah, a, the founder, I there think, was, was someone, deployed there. Right. Well, there was someone right. deployed also from Team Rubicon in, I want to say, Georgia during the flooding, if not oh, yeah. last year, the they year before. Everywhere. And they were they were helping there, and, and uh, we were – we were uh, highlighting their activities there, and yeah, yeah, yeah they're their own expedition. Yeah, they're their own expeditionary force. You know, they're you know they're not. Right. <laughs> they 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 have their own resources, and boom, they they literally just parachute in like D Day. You know, uh, yeah, they're right. amazing. Exactly they do right. Amazing, amazing, amazing work. So, and oh, that's I I want to. I'm sorry. I just want to highlight uh, Ken. I want to highlight the film that you spoke of uh, by Peter Jackson, uh, They Shall Not Grow Old. They Shall Not Grow go. Old. And uh, it will be in uh, theaters December 17th and December 27th. And uh, I just saw a trailer for it, and it is unbelievable. 100-year-old footage, yeah. colorized. And, yeah. Whew. Amazing. So, so okay. So, Vet Fest is going to be an annual event from now on. That's great. Um, now, now, something like that. Do you each year? Do you will you decide what groups you're gonna you're gonna help, or like will Team Rubicon yes. be a regular? So every no, year you change be, it up. It's possible that they could be be regular, but it'll be reviewed every year. I I, I suspect there that Team Rubicon is you know. A, Wonderful organization, but um, I, I, the money that we give them, I don't think makes as much of a difference as it does to some smaller ones, smaller uh, organizations. Yeah. So we'll probably look for. I think I think the sentiment is to look for some some smaller local, you know, organizations that support veterans. And okay, so so we know about Celebrate Manhattan. We know about VetFest. What other what other activities do you do during the year to to raise other funds? It doesn't have to be big stuff. You could do little stuff, right? What else have we got going on? We don't. I mean, that's it. The the rest of our funding comes from uh, ongoing donations. Uh, many of our Rotarians, you know, give uh, you know large gifts. Many of our members do. Some uh, put Rotary in their wills. Uh, so we depend upon that. We have an. We have a, really. Uh, oh yeah, we have our. We have a Manhattan. Uh, we have a foundation, the Manhattan Beach Rotary Foundation which uh, currently has assets of $450,000, we're, we're trying to grow that to the point where it will be a, a, an endowment. An endowment, can, yeah. Yeah, spin off funds every year to help support these projects. Wow. That's impressive. Yeah. Well, That's it's been going on, like you saw, it's been going on since 1950. So, uh, 70 years, we're, uh, yeah. We're getting there, yeah. Terrific. And right. Kelly, you just joined. You just joined this year, Kelly, or last year? Yes, I became a member in almost a year ago, May of last year. And I don't now, know why tell I didn't join earlier. <laughs> well, you're busy. You're busy. <laughs> that's why. That's yeah. why you didn't join earlier. You're busy raising kids. You're downtown doing the school thing. I mean, you're busy. You know. Uh, well, th- you know, me- there's. Go ahead. Yeah, and there's kind of a, there's kind of a good story how I joined. I'll tell it real quickly. I know we're running out of time, but um, my involvement with Rotary came. Well, I'd always helped them promote their celebrate event uh, through when I was in downtown as the executive director. We used you know that um, base to help spread the word and raise funds and gather silent auction items. And at the time, uh, Les Silverman, bless his heart, um, was kind of, uh, he was a Rotarian and always on our board of directors for downtown, so he would always share the news and updates about Rotary. When Les passed away and Celebrate last year was coming up, I reached out to Mark Burton, who was also a Rotarian, and said, hey, Mark, um, who, is there anybody else from downtown who, you know, can give updates and share this news? 
Um, and Mark said, I don't think there is at the time. He was the president, and he said, why don't you come, you know, check it out? And I, when he said that, I thought, oh, I'll just go check it out. I wasn't even thinking about joining. I hadn't been asked to join. I, I just it wasn't even on my radar. And when I went and listened to the first meeting, I was blown away and saw these 90 to 100 people in a room and, and what they do. And then from there, you know, Mark and uh, Shannon Ryan, you know, said, uh, we'd love to have you pursue this. And so I did. And there's, you know, they, they carefully vet who they um, bring on as a Rotarian, as a process. And I was fortunate enough to um, be, you know, approved and welcomed. And I joined in uh, last May. So I kind of, you know, feel like I have to fill the shoes of Les Silverman and kind of, you know, he always held the flag for Rotary within the downtown community. So um, it's an honor to kind of replace him, not directly, but honestly, you know, that's how it seemed to be for me. Wow. Now, do you have to be asked to join? Do you have to be invited or can you, how does that work? Do you apply or, and then, and then, and then there's a vetting session or how does that work? Ken, you want to take that? Yeah. Yeah. Really. We're looking for, members who are already well known to one or more of our current members. So once in a while, people come from the outside. We had a member join recently who was in a Rotary club in another state in Florida, I believe, and been a Rotarian for a long time. So he came and wanted to join and that was fine. But in general, uh, we're looking to have our, our members recommend other, other members of the community other people who, and the requirement is they either must live or work in Manhattan Beach. So we look for referrals from our current members, and we're very selective about it. We, we will probably add just a few, you know, we lose a few here and there, but we're really going to add, you know, probably five members uh, net this year. Wow. Now, how mm-hmm. much, um, how much, when when you join, okay, specifically Manhattan Beach Rotary, um, obviously everybody takes quite seriously that you're at those Monday morning meetings. Um, how hmm. much more active do you, are, would would you like members to be? Like, is everybody on a committee for something? Uh, you know, is there? Do you have to be there? You know, at some point, people expect you to sit on the board. How, how does that work? Because I know I know a lot of a lot of clubs in the South Bay throughout the South Bay, like they really expect you to be super, super, super active. And um, and, and quite frankly, there are places I thought about joining, but when I saw how much of a commitment it was, I just was like, I can't do this. I don't have time. So so how much how much how active do you do you want your members to be? Well, I, I guess the short answer is that the more the better. But you know, part of the vetting process is to see you know how, what what people's uh, inclination is to get involved and their availability and their time. But, but the, the reality is that people have different things going on in their lives uh, right. over time. Some, some people come in, they're super active for some period of time. Uh, you know, they change, they have issues, they have changes in their career, uh, new kids. Um, and so there is no requirement, but I think that people, okay. Every everyone gives in a different way. We have we have many people, Kelly among them, who seem to turn out for every volunteer event. Uh, others who uh, sort of quietly behind the scenes, uh, either serve on the board, uh, take other roles. I mean, we have one woman who just uh, she keeps track of everyone in our club who has an illness, a family member in need. She organizes meal trains. Oh, excuse me. That's my grandfather clock. Um, uh, <laughs> she organizes meals for, for the needy, for the sick. She, she, she sends them cards. Um, she does all this quietly behind the scenes. And so we have wow. members that, that get involved in, in, in different ways, and there's no pressure. I mean, around this event, Celebrate Manhattan Beach, we, you know, we, the – you know, Jordan, Debbie, and Kathleen have been uh, waving the flag and trying to get everyone as active as possible. I would say that's the one time during the year that we really, really want people to rally. But other than that, it's pretty much, uh, uh, you know, we don't have a problem filling up the uh, volunteer opportunities that we that we have. You know, we are too fortunate to have a group like this here in the South Bay, Joe. We got a 
We got to wrap it up. We got to wrap it up. I'm I'm thrilled to have this uh, this time to celebrate uh, what you all do for the Rotary and and celebrate Manhattan Beach. And we're all going to do that. Celebrate Manhattan Beach on uh, Friday, May 10th at the West Strip Hotel. Um, this has been a wonderful day, a wonderful show. Thank you all for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And, of course, uh, thank you, Kelly, and thank you, Jackie. Oh, it's a pleasure, Joe. It is a pleasure. Have a hey. fabulous weekend. And buy those tickets to celebrate on the Rotary website. Yes. Buy those tickets. And uh, let's do this again next Friday. <laughs> <laughs> a deal. That's our, that's our show, ladies and gentlemen. We, we, we thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Have a wonderful weekend. Bye-bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.